Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Bobby Maximus and Joe Sabula. Joe, how are you today? I'm doing great, Bobby. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm excited for our topic today, and we're going to be talking about core values. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. So how this came about for everybody listening, uh, it's it's something that's come along, I'd say, fairly organically for you and I, Joe, yeah. simply because you and I have both been uh, doing a lot of brand development this year. Um, you've seen my own brand grow, the Maximus brand. Um, and along with that, you need to start defining your brand, if you will. And so if you look at various brands around the world, people have slogans, catchphrases, philosophies, missions, and, and core values. And you've been developing the same for your own brand. Yeah. But one thing that we've been talking about is core values are important for a brand, but why aren't they important for people? And that's something we really want to discuss today, using core values to improve the quality of your life. So I guess I guess the first thing is to talk about what core values are. Now, I've got a definition written here. Core values are the fundamental beliefs of a person or organization. These guiding principles dictate behavior and can help people understand the difference between right and wrong. Core values also help companies, or in this context, uh, people, to determine if they're on the right path um, and fulfilling their goals by creating, a, I guess, an unwavering guide, if you will. Right, right. So it's almost, it's, it's almost like a philosophy that I would say in, in place. English, it's a philosophy that really guides your behavior and guides your decision-making or should guide your decision-making on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I think that's exactly like it has to affect your actions. It has to affect your behavior or it's just words. Well, and it's funny that you say that because I've got something pulled up in front of my computer right now. And I want to make everyone aware that the company Monsanto just got sued for an astronomical amount of money for the the fact that their, their chemical roundup causes cancer. Have you been aware of this, Joe? Yeah, I've heard about this. Okay. And that company too, and not to pick on them, but they have been plagued with all kinds of, I want to say, issues with respect to their integrity, respect for others, transparency. Um, they're, they're kind of the evil empire, if you will. Yeah, they get painted into that right? uh, that corner quite a bit. So what's, what's really funny about that is I pulled up what, from their own website, what their core values are. This should can be you good. guess what? Can, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's really good. Can you guess what they are? Uh, I can think of three, uh, crush your enemies, see them driven before you and hear the lamentations of the women. Yeah. Something, something like that. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, that's a reference from one of the greatest movies ever, Conan the Barbarian. The greatest but movie ever. I'm going to read this to you. Integrity, respect, and transparency are core values and acting as good corporate citizens in each country where we operate is at the foundation of our work. So when we... Completely opposite of how they conduct themselves. Yeah. But that's what core values are. And part of the problem is, is when we talk about core values being more than words, when you ask anyone to make a list of core values, even a bad person or even an evil person is going to put what they think their core values should be. Not necessarily what they are, but what any good person would would write down. So you're going to get these common words like integrity, accountability, diligence, perseverance, discipline. People are going to write down the same stuff over and over and over again. And I don't think that's helpful. 
No, not at all. It, like everybody is going to say, oh, honor is such an important thing. But how many people actually live honorably? Well, that's that's exactly it. And the thing we were talking about earlier when we were preparing the show notes for this is even a racist doesn't like being called a racist. Mm-hmm. If you're a misogynist and you put down women all the time, you don't want to be called a misogynist and you won't admit to it, even though if your behavior says that's what you are. Yeah. So even even people that engage in negative behaviors don't want to be told, you know, engaged in that negative behavior. Um, yeah. Think of uh, an assassin, you know, like every uh, assassin's guild has some kind of a, a set of beliefs about honor and respect. And it's like, guys, you're you're a bunch of assassins like that. Yeah, doesn't, you're murdering, that doesn't fit. Yeah. You're, you're murdering people in their sleep. I mean, if your core values are being cutthroat, being ruthless, I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. At least but, there's integrity in that. That's that's the thing. And we see it also. We talked about this when it comes to religion. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not going to go down the whole religious road because it's not what this podcast is about. But some of the most righteous, quote unquote, religious people I have ever met are also the most judgmental, yeah. the most the first to condemn. And and if you're truly religious and I mean, I, I know, Joe, religion's an important part of your uh, world. Yeah. yeah. That if you really believe in Jesus, you should believe in things like forgiveness, acceptance. I think there was this whole chapter about uh, not judging others unless you're free from sin. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was somewhere, being, somewhere in there, yeah. <laughs> not being the first person to throw the first stone. I mean, these are core values of every religion, but there's a lot of quote unquote religious people that don't live by them. So, yeah, and, and I think the phrase like Christian values is so vague that it's it, it's really not that helpful for people. You know, like no. it doesn't it doesn't it, it doesn't encompass particular behaviors. And I think that's one of the things that core values has to be able to provide for people. Well, that's that's the thing. Otherwise, why have them? Yeah, because they are supposed to guide your behavior. They're not these esoteric type things that you you just kind of list on a piece of paper and then you go on about your business. Right. And it's funny because if we did look at the core values of many companies, their behavior is not indicative of their core values. Yeah. And I think in the end, no matter what you list as your core values, it's always going to be your actions that reveal the truth. Well, that's exactly it. So the the thing that we want to really talk about today, I, I guess, and, and we'll get into it, is how you can use core values if you're listening at home to better your life and influence your decision making on a day to day basis. And I guess the big question is, why would you want to do that? And, and we've talked about this at length. Our decision making we're poor decision makers as human beings. And oftentimes we let our emotions get in the way of making a solid decision. And so much stuff is thrown at us on a day-to-day basis that a lot of us make decisions without even realizing the repercussions of our actions. And we find ourselves in positions we don't want to be in because we didn't have some type of roadmap or guide to help us make those decisions. And that's what we want to use core values for. Yeah. And I I think that's exactly right, especially when our emotions are getting the best of us is we, we don't even consider outside of that box how our actions are defining us as people. But those are the moments where you're really defined by your action. Well, And the people that I've talked to, I mean, for those of you that don't know, I do fitness training, of course, but I also do corporate coaching. So I work with various CEOs around the country to help them be better leaders at work. Uh, we do relationship type counseling to, to help their home life be better. And one of the very common things that I come across is people have no idea how they've got themselves into their current situation. Yeah. 
And that's where they need a set of beliefs or uh, these core values to help them. So this doesn't happen because there are so many people who have, I mean, they're their own worst enemy to a degree. And you've seen that a lot with the people that you train. Yeah. I I mean, everybody, uh, to a certain extent, I think all human beings are guilty of that. To to kind of recap that, because the the question is like, why would you want these? And the answer really is because then when the going gets tough, it is actually your your compass. It's your, your direction. It helps you make a decision when you're otherwise unsure of what the right decision might be. Well, that's exactly it. And the three areas we want to focus today on that we've talked about that can really, I, I think that core values are the most applicable in are when it comes to your fitness, your relationships and your career, which I mean, really like those three cover everything as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the biggest thing is, like I said, so when you want to develop these core values, you've got to make them from the heart, right? Like you can't, you can't list out core values that you don't actually embrace. They've got to be genuine. Everyone's going to pick what sounds good, but those may or may not actually be your core values. Like no one's really going to admit out loud they value their career and making money more than their family. Right. But there's a lot of people who behave that way. And when it comes down to it, that's one of their core values. Well, and I think the process of trying to identify what your core values are can actually be really helpful in, in seeing some of perhaps your own character faults. Because as you sit down and you have to decide, well, I mean, do I do I honestly believe that family is more important than career? And then you have to think about, well, my actions would indicate that I put more effort into my career than my own family. It can be hard to face that truth, but you're not going to fix that problem until you face that truth. So right there is sort of another benefit of doing the exercise, right? Well, and the other thing that leads to is that if you don't fix it, you're going to end up, I mean, the psychology term is cognitive dissonance, but you're going to end up in this awkward mental state where you're guilty, you're unhappy, you're unfulfilled. And it's because you're not holding true to what you really, really value. And you may not even be able to articulate it apart from the fact that you're just unhappy. And I think that people eventually figure it out, but oftentimes it's too late. They've already been through a divorce. They've already lost to their job. They've already burnt a bridge with somebody. Yeah. And I think, yeah, they, those instances in their life, those, especially the painful ones become an, an indication. They're a symptom of a larger problem. And you wouldn't recognize that that problem existed apart from those symptoms either. No. And you know what the sad thing is, is I think that if more people had core values defined or paid attention to stuff like this, they could have avoided those situations. Yes. Like yeah. we always, we always talk about fitness and one of my favorite sayings is it's easier to stay out of a hole than dig yourself out of a hole. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is true in so many levels to so many other areas in life. You know, just stay out of trouble. Make a good decision and life goes pretty smoothly. Make a bad decision, you're going to pay for it. And oftentimes it's easier to make the good decision than try to undo the damage from a bad one. Right, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and the negative fallback from not even making a decision. No, for sure. There is, and there usually is a lot of, I mean, that's, that's another thing I think that plagues people is indecision. Sometimes indecision is even worse, right? Just standing pat and doing nothing. So let's talk a little bit about developing core values. And I want to talk about us here a little bit. I've went through, I guess, in the last couple of years, really, uh, the, the, went through the process of building my own brand and it's come out that my tagline or my slogan is every damn day. And it's funny because it's more than just a slogan to me. 
that is one of my main core values. I mean, I could give you a whole list like other people are going to make honesty, integrity, uh, charity, all the, all the words that I'm supposed to pick. But when push comes to shove every damn day, that's my real number one core value. Yeah. And let's let's look at how that applies in those three areas that we talked about. So I, I think the first one is the easiest. How does every damn day apply to you in the fitness realm? Well, I firmly believe that if you want to get better at something, you need to do it every day. I preach it. I live it. I work out every single day of my life. If I do take a day off from the gym, I still do active stuff. It's no secret why I'm fit. I mean, it's not three easy payments of $9.99. It's not a magic pill. I'm not eating some superfood that you don't know about. It's just I show up every day and do the right thing. And honestly, Joe, I mean, we talked in the last podcast about my background and overcoming adversity. When I started wrestling, I sucked at it. How did I get better? Showing up every damn day. Right, right. You know, and how did I get from the guy who got pinned under a 45-pound barbell the first time I worked out to benching 225 for 36 reps? Well, I showed up every damn day and I worked out. But this attitude isn't just limited to fitness. It's relationships. I mean, I have a wonderful marriage right now. My wife and I are extremely happy. I have a wonderful relationship with my children. And it's because I work at it every damn day. I tell my wife I love her every day. We connect every day. I play with my kids every day. I mean, if you want your relationships to be better, you can't, uh, it's like a plant that you don't water. The plant's going to die. You've got to actively work at it with career. Same kind of thing. I mean, I cannot remember the last day that I took a day off. Well, and think, I think on this end, too, it's not just like showing up and going through the motions. You know, you're there. You're present every damn day, not just showing up some days, working hard some days not showing up some days. It, it also has kind of that that sense that when you're there, you're actually doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing. No, for sure. And for me, these things are passions. Like I don't take days off from something that's a passion of mine. Right. I want to help people. I want to build the biggest fitness and lifestyle brand in the world. I mean, I, I, I don't get days off, but that's how I'm successful. So that's really, I mean, my one and true core value is every damn day. Yeah, and it's interesting now, how, how that's reached out and, and applied to so many things. But also when you are lying in bed and you're tired and you're sore and you're achy and you know you got to get to the gym, but you don't really feel like it, that phrase brings so much motivation with it where it's like, you know, I preach it. I say it. I live by it. It's kind of the one thing I have to go to the gym. It's not even a question anymore. Well, and it really does help me. I mean, we didn't go over this in the show notes when we were prepping for this, but now that you say that it became my slogan, but now I'm kind of forced to live it Yeah, because it is my brand. It is who I am, but there are days and I'll be very honest with people that I want to quit. There are days that I don't want to train. There are days that I don't want to do a podcast. There are days I don't want to post on Instagram, but here are those three words in my mind. They just flash over and over again every damn day. It's written on all my t-shirts. It's who I am. I cannot escape it. So it's something that also really helps me that when the going gets tough, as you said, or emotionally, I'm feeling a little bit broken or let down and I want to make a bad choice. Those words don't let me because I, I believe in them and I've placed some value into them. Bobby, let me ask you this question. Have you ever faced failure? Numerous times. And does that phrase have meaning to you when it comes to making decisions in those states? Like the every damn day? Yeah. For sure, because I've learned, I guess, that by doing stuff every damn day, even if I fail, 
and fail again and fail again, if I keep working at it, at some point, I'm not going to fail anymore. At some point, I will be successful. I really like the example you used earlier of of being the, the scrawny guy who got pinned under a 45 pound barbell to being able to rep out 225 for, what'd you say, 36? 36, like, yeah. That, I mean, anybody would say, okay, that, that guy's pretty fit. How did he get there? And if I were to say, well, it was either A, he took a magic pill, or B, he showed up at the gym every damn day, which is easier to believe, honestly. Yeah, you know, every damn day. And you could you could add to that and say, did he have a secret training program? Yeah. Well, maybe, but I still had to show up every damn day to enact that secret training program. Yeah. Like it's just something that, and when you talk about failure, when I do fail, it's, it's something these core values or that core value keeps me safe because yeah. I've got the faith, because I really thought about it. When that became my slogan. It's something I put a lot of thought and effort to into, and it's something that I believe in. It wasn't just words on a piece of paper. And so there is that all I have to do is fall back on the one thing in my life that's always got me through. And that's just, just if I show up every damn day, good shit's going to happen. That's it. No matter what situation it is. Yeah. And, and with and without that, you're just kind of floundering from situation to situation with absolutely no guidance. Yeah. Jumping from relationship to relationship, from training program to training program, from parenting book to parenting book and un- unsure how I'm going to succeed. Right. When right. really I know if I show up every damn day and work hard at something, good things are going to happen and I'll figure it out. For you, you've got a, a, a more extensive list of core values. Right. Why, don't you, why don't you share? Because I know what they are because um, right. we're pretty tight, but why don't you share with people what they are? Okay. So I have, uh, it's basically five, five items and they are courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control, and indomitable spirit. Okay. And where did you get these? Because I, I, I'm well aware where you got them, but where, <laughs> where did these come from? A lot of folks have probably guessed, uh, but I, I got these from Taekwondo. Okay. Which is a martial art that I want to say was pretty influential in your life. Uh, it was hugely influential in my life. Uh, I got into Taekwondo when I was at the uh, University of Iowa and it basically became my life. I got, I got very involved in it. I was very competitive. I competed on a national level. I was on the, the University of Iowa. A collegiate taekwondo team, and I spent the majority of my college years in the taekwondo room at the University of Iowa, practicing, teaching, and 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 sharing my passion for martial arts. And so, so those those the 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 tenets of taekwondo, courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self control, indomitable spirit, were were everywhere. And so over time, as as my passion for the martial arts grew, uh, I just started to see how those things were applicable in my daily life. Okay, so can I be a cynical jerk for a second. Sure. And I'm I'm doing this not to insult you, but I think it's going to be a good learning lesson for the listeners. If, if I'm cynical about this, it sounds to me like you read something on the wall at your gym or your martial arts school and decided to adopt this philosophy. So my question is, is this stuff you actually believe in and live by on a day-to-day basis? Well, which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Was I was I drawn to Taekwondo because what was being preached uh, uh, already fit and was in alignment with what I already believed? Or was I just a blank slate and completely brainwashed? Right. I mean, that's really kind of where that question goes. And in the end, I would say it doesn't matter. Who cares? Right. Because they have become a part of what I believe. So that's a great answer. But it still kind of avoids the main point. Are these actually things that you live by? Because we talked about before. For, like with religion. I'm the most religious person in the world. I love Jesus with all my heart, except I act in a complete opposite way <laughs> that Jesus would behave. Right, right. So, I mean, 
let's let's go over so, these. So okay, so let's let I'll just answer that question this way: is uh, I have lived these to the point of being criticized uh, by you yourself, Bobby. Fair enough. Right. Um, and I, I, I had a feeling you were going to say that I was kind of leading you a little <laughs> bit, but I have criticized you because there are situations in business where I think I said, cut that person off, uh-huh. get rid of them, move on, d- d- do this. Maybe I've given you some unscrupulous advice at times. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm a little more cutthroat than you, uh, a little more competitive. Um, what, you know, one of my other core values, I guess, is if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Um, <laughs> But I have criticized you because there are times where you forgive people that I don't think should be forgiven. You give people a chance that I don't think should be given a chance. So I, I can actually say a lot of these things that you're preaching, you you live it to the point of a of a fault almost. Yeah. And I and I think that's one of the, the key points that people will need to understand when it comes to developing your own list uh, or I mean, even like I did adopting a list that already existed and just kind of making it your own is that it's not going to make your decisions easier. In fact, a lot of the times it makes your decisions harder because some of the situations that uh, that you're alluding to for me in business, it would have been easier to just cut somebody off. But integrity is one of my core values. I gave my word and I have to live by that for better or for worse. Well, and I feel like when you go over these again, so let's go over them. Courtesy, integrity, perseverance, Perseverance, self-control and indomitable spirit and indomitable spirit. And I remember you had a job interview recently where somebody badmouthed you, someone Mm -hmm. who knew the person that was interviewing you and you were extremely courteous. You didn't badmouth the other person. You didn't put them down. You didn't get angry. I mean, if anything, you were completely professional about the whole situation. And I feel like you're a guy that you and I are cut from a little bit different a cloth. If I'm walking down the street and somebody says to me, fuck you, I punch them in the face and ask right. questions later. Yeah. You're, you're more the person that I think would, would almost not empathize with the person, but try to help them. Try to understand them. Be courteous in return. Uh, not lose your cool. Right. Have some level of self-control. Well, and I think that's that's exactly that, right? I mean, when it comes down to it, um, I I have been involved in martial arts for a very long time. You know, I've, I've broken a lot of boards. You know, I've hit a lot of things. I've won a lot of fights. And I kind of shudder to think if I lost my cool, how badly I could hurt somebody. And so yeah. self-control dictates that I step back from that. And I think about it differently. And then I have that moment to say, well, okay, what's the courteous thing here? You know, where, where does integrity fit into this decision? You know, where, where's my perseverance, you know? No. And and there are things you live because there are other situations in business and we're not going to talk specifics here, but where people have, have tried to take advantage of you and you've dealt with it in a completely, I mean, the word I would use to describe you above all else, if I didn't know these core values would be professional, Mm -hmm. which I think encompasses all these things. I mean, and I think, too, it depends, you know, because uh, if we talked about Monsanto earlier in the show and they would say professional, but we all kind of have a different sense of what that word means in that context. So I think a, a lot of this is do your actions bring value to the words? It's like yep. if, if you're if you're a certain way, if you're doing certain things and people see you doing those things, then they'll come up with their own words. You know, some people might not say I'm courteous. They might say, oh, he's nice. He's so nice. He's pleasant. You know, and it's like in my end, 
the word is courtesy. But as long as they see me doing things that are courteous, then I guess I'm embracing that that value. And, you know, if somebody sees me doing something that's you know spiteful, then I'm definitely not embracing my core values. No, for sure. But you're also a person. And if I can say this, I mean, you're on my seminar team mm-hmm. and we, we actually had this talk. You are the last person that I know on the face of the earth that I can see someone badmouthing, someone saying you were rude to them at a seminar, yeah. someone saying you didn't help them, someone saying you stole from them. I mean, you're you're really to me. I mean, the, the reason I use the term professional, you're the optimal employee. You always do what you'll say you'll do. I can't remember one situation where you haven't followed through. Right, right. And so so I, I, I can say, I mean, th- these again, they're words to other people, but I, I really think that you live by these things, even to the point where I've criticized you for them. Yep. At times. <laughs> um, yeah. And I really believe for you, these help guide your decision making even beyond societal norms. I mean, there's that old saying, just because everybody's doing something, it doesn't make it right. Right. And just because nobody's doing it, that doesn't make it wrong either. And I feel like despite what's going on in society or despite what everyone else would do, you almost put every decision you make through this rubric or through this decision tree. Like, am I being courteous? Am I behaving with integrity? I mean, I I don't think I've ever seen you make an emotional uh, decision because you're just angry. Because again, I've seen you angry and you go back to this and you've said to me, well, that's not the courteous thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I think for for me, kind of the one that that I fall back on um, the most is indomitable spirit. Because, uh, you know, like you said before, uh, you have to fail a lot in order to move forward. You know, uh, you could get pinned under a 45 pound barbell and just want to quit. But Indomitable Spirit says, you know what, I, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to come back and do it again. And just in in martial arts, that lesson was was literally beaten into my head. You know, I, I left the United States. I went and I lived in Korea for a year and I studied Kumdo, which is a, a sword art. Uh, and I lived with a master and I trained every day. And for the first six months I was there, I don't think I I scored a point. I don't think I had one quality hit and I could have just gotten frustrated. I could have could have snapped my sword over my knee and left. Uh, but indomitable spirit dictates that I'm willing to continue walk into that ring and take my licks. And I'll tell you, one day I scored and it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't uh, just a one time thing. It became consistent after that. But if I had given up, I never would have gotten there. So let me ask you a question about these core values. Sure. I remember a situation that you went through where a business partner of you of of yours they wronged you mm-hmm. and you were angry i remember really angry and really upset and if anything i was the devil on your shoulder <laughs> saying let them have it make them pay because there's nothing Bobby Maximus loves more than a good fight. We know that about me. <laughs> Even if I regret it later, like right, I said, right. it's usually punch first uh, to figure it out later. Yeah. And I'll never forget what you said, Rob, as much as I want to, it's not the courteous thing to do. Mm-hmm. So you truly live by these things. And there was a couple of things without getting into specifics you could have done to this person to be pretty nasty, but you didn't. Because again, Joe Sabula says it's not the courteous thing to do. How do you stick to that? Like for people at home that want to be courteous, that are angry, that they're seething, that they're raging, that there is that little Bobby Maximus on the shoulder that tells them to (laughs) act out a little bit. Um, How how do you stick to that? Like what? Because that's the real purpose of this talk, right? Like it's great to have core values, but how do you put yourself in a place to stick to that? 
it takes a lot of practice. And it, and I mean, just kind of going back to what what is at the heart of this podcast is training, right? It's what we do in the gym and how it reflects in our lives. It's just like being pinned under a 45 pound barbell. The first time you do it, it sucks. But you got to go back. You got to work at it. And then not only not only are you doing a, a 45 pound bench press, but eventually you're doing hundreds of reps at that weight. And so that doesn't happen overnight. You know, you, you, you have to you have to fail a lot to move forward. So is it fair to say this is something that gets easier over time? Like the first time that you were way back when angry and you had to make a decision and you stuck to this? Is it easier the hundredth time you do it? Yeah, absolutely. And and would you say it's also true that this has almost kind of become who you are? I mean, it's a chicken or egg thing. Right. You gravitated towards these. But the more you live this lifestyle, the more it becomes part of your identity. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like to me. Yeah. And, and, and again, the hard decisions, they're still hard. You know, it still it still sucks when when you, you'd rather just be done with a situation, but you gave somebody your word and integrity dictates that you have to follow through on that. Um, I mean, that can be it can be hard. But again, indomitable spirit says it is what it is. You move on. You keep fighting, you know, and, and you don't give up. And so even even within these core values, I mean, it's almost self-reflective because you have perseverance and then you have indomitable spirit. And so no matter how many times you fail, perseverance says you have to keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. But indomitable spirit also means that nothing's going to break your will. So no matter how uncomfortable it is, you're going to keep fighting through. You're going to keep a positive outlook. You're going to keep assuming that you're going to win. And I think that's really empowering. So yeah, the first couple times you have to make a decision and it's not an easy one, it is really hard. And you might sit and stew over it and you might really be tempted to just lash out or or post something nasty online and just kind of hope the other person stumbles across it. It's hard not to. But again, the more you stick to these, the more they become part of who you are. It almost becomes a second nature. And it's actually hard for me to do things that go against my core values. And it also sounds like you're proud of it. Like, and and here's what I'm saying. Like there's a, for every action you make, there's a repercussion, correct? Right. And it, it sounds to me though, that the quick, uh, a good friend of mine, Steve, used to always tell me the one road you'll never regret taking is the high road. Right. And it actually really reminds me of you because he said the quick satisfaction you're going to get from racing to the gutter with somebody is going to be far outweighed by taking the high road and doing the right thing. And it sounds to me like even if you want to be petty, even if that would feel good in the moment, that the pride of sticking to your core values, that feels better to you. Yes. Yes. Like there's a there's a it makes you feel good that you stuck to your guns or that you did what you believe in. Yeah. My guess is you don't have a hard time sleeping at night because that's where <laughs> I mean, that's where a lot of our anxiety comes from. Right. Like oh, before right. Bed, start rehashing all these things that you've done that you don't really agree with. Well, and I think, too, that that moment of reflection. You know, when when you do lay down and you kind of run through in your head, you know, what happened through that day? You know, call it a, a examination of your soul when you can look back and you can say, OK, maybe I could have handled that better, but I was still courteous. You know, uh, maybe I did kind of let that person get under my skin there, but I was still able to to prevent, you know, uh, uh, lashing out. At least there's that some small victory. So you're never lying there just just arguing yourself 
you know, back and forth in your head about how you could have handled situations. Uh, but again, that, that takes a lot of practice and well, it, that's a- it is worth it is really what the moral of that story is. It, it is absolutely worth it because you do sleep better at night. And of course, as we all know, the better your sleep is, the better your recovery, the better your performance in the gym. And, and that's really what it's all about. Well, that's another thing I've never really heard from you is a blanket statement of regret for how you've treated other people. I mean, now that I think about it in our friendship and we've talked a lot, I've never heard you say, you know, I wish I treated that person better. I wish I never did this. I wish I never did that. Like you've always, it seems to me, as long as I've known you and probably a long time before you've, you've kind of stuck to this and it's why you're such a such a centered person. No, well, yeah, I, and I I don't think it's a surprise. It's it's almost like saying, well, how did Bobby get fit? Well, he showed up every damn day. Well, how did Joe get to be such a, a well centered person? Well, because he he worked on it every damn day. Like, I mean, the, the the way I word it is, why isn't Joe riddled with anxiety? Well, he doesn't yeah. do shitty things to people. He doesn't make, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't make shitty decisions. He's not <laughs> riddled with guilt. He doesn't he doesn't feel like he threw his family under the bus. He doesn't cheat on his wife. He doesn't, like, I mean, you got a lot of things that, that are going for you because you've stuck to these, these core values. Well, and I think you too, know, as, as, as things come down the line, they continue to guide you. And that's really kind of the important thing there too, is that it's not just what you've done, but what you will do and what you're likely to do. Yeah. So now we, we want to wrap this up soon. So here's, here's my next question to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I actually, I actually like your core values. I, I think I like them better than mine. To be honest, <laughs> with you. I kind of want to steal them, but you got, you got somebody at home right now, Dave in Texas or uh, Larry in Vermont mm-hmm. or, or Nancy in California. And they're listening and they're like, yeah, core values. This is like my path to a better life. Right. I want to be a good person like Joe. <laughs> okay, great. I get it. We all read self-help books. We listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. We hear these inspirational things and we're going to go out and change our lives, but it never happens. People right. don't act on this stuff. So these people at home that I mentioned, I can't even remember their names right now, but how, how the hell do they make up some core values? Well, I think, uh, uh, there's an exercise that you can do that's really helpful with this, and that is to take a sheet of paper and just divide it. So draw a line right down the middle. So you got the left half and the right half. On the left side, just make a list of things that you're for, things that you think have value, right? It could be uh, love, compassion, um, uh, name it. Anything that's sort of a positive that you think is is good, is important. They can be phrases. They can be words. It, it almost doesn't matter. Just, just go to town. On the right side, do the opposite and think about things you're absolutely against. So like, you know, murder, you know, death, rape, racism, like all the, the negative negative things that you think hold people back. Okay. Once, can I, yep. Can I stop you there for a second? The, the one thing though, I want to be clear about is these aren't necessarily positive and negatives though. These right, are right. things you're for or for against. Or against. So you could, you could realistically, like you could have, let's think something like, um, capitalism. Some people think that's good. Some people don't think it's good, but you could be for it or against it. So these aren't necessarily, if you want this to work for you, these aren't necessarily moral judgments. These are things that you believe in or don't believe in. Right. So so again, like if, if you're an assassin, maybe murders in your left column. Because that's kind of what you do, right? Okay, fair enough. Getting so. the getting the drop on somebody, being <laughs> yeah. ruthless. I mean, th- I just want to be clear about that because I feel like I don't want people to get into the trap of just writing words down that mean nothing to them. Right. And the the example I use about that, we talked about this earlier, mm-hmm. charity. 
right? Yeah. So you got some guy that goes to a gala, he owns a big company, and he writes a $100,000 check in some type of auction because it's going to charity for the Heart Foundation or cancer. And everyone's like, wow, look at this person. What a great person. They gave $100,000 to charity. And that person has really convinced themselves they're a charitable person, but they steal from their employees. They wouldn't help somebody out on the street that needed a hand. Right. I mean, some of these people would steal from their families. Just because you write a big check for a tax write-off doesn't mean your charity is one of your core values. Right. I just want to be clear about that. Yeah. Like if you're going to have something as one of your values, you got to live it in every aspect of your life. So this, this same person that's willing to write a hundred thousand dollar check to the heart foundation, like you can't go home and treat your nanny like shit. Right. You can't put down somebody in, in, in the, in the supermarket. Like you've got to be charitable across the board. And to me, charitable means helping others. Like how does that person behave if one of their employees has a hard time making their mortgage? Yeah. Yeah. Do they, do they pay their mortgage or do they just make that big donation because it's tax write off? Like those are very different things. So I think that if you're going to be for something, you got to be able to be for it in all areas of your life. And I would say at, at this stage in the exercise too, you can be kind of vague. That's what's nice about it. You don't have to know exactly what you're for, but just try to get around those things. And, and I, and I think as you go through it, you might write down a word or a phrase and it just resonates and it'll bring up 10 more. You know, so so by the time you get to the bottom of the page, you could have 20 or 30 things listed on both sides. And mm -hmm. that's where the next step comes in. And that is to kind of group things together. So if you have like love, compassion, um, uh, sharing, and they're, they're all kind of a similar thing, put those under one heading and just give it sort of a catch all. And you just say, OK, that's sort of like the love group. Right. Yeah. Um, once you've done that, you'll you'll have taken your list of, let's just say, 30 items and maybe you're down to actually five groups of items. Yep. And that'll help kind of narrow that in. And, and you'll start coming up with phrases that sort of refer to each of those things. Then what you've got to do, even before you identify specifically what those groups stand for, is exactly what you were just talking about, which is make that judgment of do I actually live this? Because if you have charity on your, your list, but you can't think of the last time you did a charity thing. It doesn't belong on your list. Yep. Right. So you can eliminate the ones that you know you don't live. And then you can also similarly eliminate the ones that don't really apply, you know, because it's it, maybe it's just not useful. And I think the, the one that we talked about earlier was uh, fidelity. You know, nobody wants to admit that they cheat on their wife. Right. But if you're yep. the kind of person who's not even tempted to cheat on your wife, well, then maybe fidelity is really not one of your core values. You know what I mean? It's like, it's probably important to you, but that may not be core. No, and it, it's not helpful. You've exactly. got to have something that like helps guide your decision making on a day to day basis. So, you know, if 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 part of the part of the Bobby Maximus mission, I guess, is every damn day, every damn day helps me make a decision when I'm weak. Yes. Right. Like it helps me when I don't want to go to the gym today. It gets my ass to the gym yes. when I don't yes. want to eat a certain food. It helps me eat that certain food. But just saying that I'm going to be faithful to my wife. I mean, that's a given for me. Yeah, right. So it doesn't really it, it, it doesn't. It's great to put on paper and it sounds good and maybe wins me some points. Yeah. Like with the pat on my back column. But again, it doesn't really help me. And, and maybe just us discussing that just like lit a fire under you listening. Well, maybe it is one of your core values, right? It's not a judgment call, right? No, maybe, maybe you have a hard time. Maybe you have, <laughs> I'm laughing, but this statement, impure thoughts. 
<laughs> maybe you're that, maybe you're that person. But, um, but the other thing, the other thing is like back to the charity example, like you, you can say charity, this big overarching thing is part of your deal and you can back it up by saying you've donated some money, but are you really charitable? Right. Would you be willing to help your neighbor that's going through a tough time? And then I think that also points towards my next point, which is this has to be what you are today. Now, as you're writing the list, not what you wish to be right. That comes later. You know, maybe maybe you're in your mind thinking that like honesty is this really important core value for you and you really value honesty. But as you're looking at it, you're not living it. Yeah, you're yeah. a liar. Yeah. Like, you, through you, and through. Yeah. You tell lies, you fabricate truth, you know, you exaggerate stories. Well, then honesty really isn't. And and you may be disheartened by that. Um, but just know that this list should evolve with you, right? It should grow with you. You don't have to have it 100% correct and then lock yourself in and live by it. To so the what end. you're saying is you can, you can change these. Like Absolutely you're not stuck. These. You make core values tomorrow. You're not stuck with these for the rest of your life. Like right. you could change them over time. Right. And I think, too, it's important to recognize there's not like a right number of core values. Right. Yep. Like you've got one phrase. I have five words. They both work for us individually, you know, and, and I like yours. I think there's a lot of value to that. And, and as I look at it, it's like, yeah, that actually defines a lot of you as a person. You know, if somebody says, what's Bobby going to do today? I could probably say he's going to work hard at something. Cause I just know that you're putting work in every damn day. He's going to eat a steak. He's going to, he's going <laughs> to, that's a way. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to, I think I'm on the call Joe every day program lately. Cause we've been working so closely together, <laughs> like but two, I mean, three times a day. Yeah. Yeah. There's not, there's not many days. I I don't call you or a couple of days go by and I don't call you and they're like, wow, Bobby's really uh, not motivated to make <laughs> grow. Like if anything, I bother you. I mean, yeah. the everyday thing is something I live, but it could change. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe in five years I decide I need to relax more. And yeah. that is my, my slogan, relax more, do nothing. Well, and I, I think too, happen, at, at, at that point, like the value of those words has changed as well. Cause people will be like, well, what kind of a slogan is that? And it's like, well, for 15 years, he went every damn day. Oh yeah. Now it makes sense. You know? So I think some of these things are, are sort of context dependent as well. So and as you're going down your list, like keep in mind, like you might come up with one word, you might come up with 10, but the good thing is to have something that you can recall, something that you can commit to memory. And as I do, when I'm presented with a decision and I'm not really sure which way to go, or I'm feeling emotional about that, either angry or or disheartened, uh, you know, what are the dictates of those core values? Because they will point you in a direction. And like I said, sometimes you don't necessarily like the direction that they're pointing you, but they do point you there. And that's, that's the key. That's the thing that affects your behavior and makes them real. Because if you just list a bunch of words on a piece of paper and then never actually adhere to anything, they're just words on a piece of paper. It's not real. Well, yeah, you've got to live them. Yeah. I mean, if you want to change behavior, and, and it, it's funny when we talk about psychology, I have a psychology degree. It's it's one of the little known facts about me. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm actually I, I say for a career in fitness, I'm overeducated and underqualified. But <laughs> you know, when it comes to psychology and and any good psychologist will tell you this self work is the hardest work you can do. Like the reality is you can write the stuff down on a piece of paper, but you got to go live this even. And I'll bring it back to you. Even when you're angry, even when your fist is balled up, even when you're biting your lip because you just want to let somebody have it, you go, this is not very courteous. Right. 
and you, you make a decision or this is not behaving with integrity and you make a decision. And that's, and, and, and that's, I think something you've had to work at over time. Yeah. It's not just something that you wrote down on a piece of paper and you said, yep, this is who I'm going to be. And it just happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and think of this too, like the first time you have to put your emotion aside and, and make a decision guided by your principles. The next time it comes up, it's harder not to. Right? Yeah. And, and I think too, that it's funny that we're talking about this for people, but it's something that this is one of the most important business steps a business can take. Yes. Yeah. Define your culture, define your core values, because it does act back to that definition I gave at the start of the podcast. It does go back to it acts as a guide for how you're going to behave. I mean, I think the wording I used is core values also help companies to determine if they are on the right path in fulfilling their goals by creating an unwavering guide. Right. So why wouldn't you do this? I mean, if we know this is important to business, if we know that companies spend hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars a year to have people come in and define these things for them and they put a lot of resources into it, why wouldn't you do it as a person? Because I think I think what, what has happened in today's society is, uh, not even today's society, because I think th- this could be broken down on an individual level. You could almost break it down that you could tie the reason for any person's failure back to a lack of adherence for the core values maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right, like you didn't stick to one of your core beliefs. And I'll hear that again and again and again. I knew what the right thing to do was, but I didn't do it. I didn't right. stick to it. No, I, right? I used to be a prison guard and I heard that every day. Yeah, like I just didn't do what I believe in. Yeah. I made a, I made a mistake. I, I let my emotions get the better of me. I, I went left when I should have went right. But really, if you'd stuck to your underlying core values, and, and we all know, listen, everyone listening at home, you know when you're doing something wrong. Right. That's, that's the funny thing. Like, and, and the best way to define that is fitness advice. I don't think anyone needs to be told what they should and shouldn't eat. We all know the answer to that. Yeah. Right. It's like kind of unnecessary advice. This is how you should eat properly. You already know the answers to it. Like if you were to if you were to sit anyone in this world down, how old's your daughter? Three. If you were to sit her down and say, Jojo, how do you eat healthy? Um, more fruits and vegetables, protein, more water. Don't eat stuff from a package. I mean, a three year old gets it. Yeah. Yeah. My, my nine year old. Sorry, he's Ken now, but he can articulate to you how to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Every adult knows it's just the fact that we don't follow through with it. Right. And that's true in many ways. I mean, th- there's not many times I can buy from a person. I didn't know that was wrong. Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't know cheating was wrong. You mm-hmm. didn't know that that skipping your workout was going to make you unfit. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't know that stealing was going to land you in jail. You, you, you didn't know that doing drugs was going to have a negative consequence. You didn't, you didn't mean to get that DUI. Like, it's just funny how we all know what's right and wrong. It's just we don't stick to them. So the, the, the thing I think we can leave people with is, yeah, get, get off this podcast now. Go start writing stuff down. Make your core values, but then you got to live by it. Yeah. It's not enough to just have the words. Yeah, and I'd, I'd love to see what what people come up with as well. So find us on 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 Instagram. You know, comment and and let us know. Let us know what you come up with. I think it'd be super interesting to hear. Yeah, let's inspire people to make a bunch of memes. Like maybe write <laughs> down what your top three core values are and tag us in them. My Instagram is at Bobby Maximus. Uh, yours is at Joe J O E underscore 
Cibula, C-E-B-U-L-A. Is that correct? That is correct. Good. I got a good memory. Usually I just click on the picture. Right. But (laughs) yeah, we would, I would, I would love to see what people come up with and actually not just to see what they come up with, their justification for it. Cause that's what I'm really interested in. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just. Don't just write honesty on a piece of paper. Put a good caption in the in the caption part of Instagram that tells me why you chose that. Yeah, yeah. And and let's stay with it too. You know, let let's find out in a month how has it has it affected you? How has it changed things for you? I think those would be really fun fun stories to hear. Really interesting. No, for sure. And I think this is something that 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 again, I think can really, really help people. Like I said, the every damn day thing has guided my life. Most of the good things in my life, if not all of them, can be tied back to that mentality, that core value, because it's always just worked for me. Yeah. yeah and and right. by the way, when stuff hasn't worked for me, it's also the opposite, right? It's because I haven't been doing it every damn day. Yes. Yeah. I've really I've really I've failed a lot. But I've never failed permanently when I've put enough work in. Eventually, I found a way to be successful. The things that I've truly not been successful at, it's because I gave up and I didn't do it every damn day. Right, right. And listen, it's, it's easy to do it every damn day for two days, three days, five <laughs> days, ten days. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 300 days, it starts getting difficult. But <laughs> I, have a, I have a faith that maybe I'm taking a longer road, but I'll get there. Mm-hmm. And yours have helped you immensely, too. Yeah, all along the way. So this has been great. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, some of these podcasts, so you guys know, if you're looking forward to more episodes, some of them will be interviews, but some of them will be topics like this. Um, we've got a couple of really good topics in the can. Uh, Joe, we're going to talk about nutrition. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about sleep. We're going to talk about the benefits of a sauna. We're going to talk about self-imposed limitations. Uh, we're going to talk about perseverance. I mean, we're going to try to talk about something every episode that will help you guys get better at life, which is a real goal. And we've also got an incredible lineup of guests. Uh, Very excited about our guests that that are going to help you guys uh, learn from them and be better as well. Um, so in terms of wrapping this up, uh, we would like to thank our sponsors for this Lalo tactical, uh, also known as Lalo athletic. If you're interested in getting, uh, I, I think it's the best footwear that's out there. Uh, go to www.lalo.com. Uh, use the code Maximus 20 for a 20% off discount on footwear. Uh, another one of our sponsors, meat locker, www.meatlocker.com. Uh, Joe, it's where you and I eat all our steak right now. Uh, basically keeps us fed, keeps us big and strong. Um, and, and that's another place that you can, can get meat from. And we're very grateful, uh, for their sponsorship. And and really, I want to say this by supporting them, you support us because we can't, we can't just do this for free. Like there is, I wish we, we were independently wealthy and could just sit around doing podcasts. That'd be great. But really like by supporting Lalo, by supporting Meat Locker, by going to BobbyMaximus.com, buying a t-shirt, buying my book, uh, things like that, you help me and Joe deliver content to you. So yeah, we, we, we'd appreciate it. And we thank you for giving us your time today and listening to us. Yeah, follow us on Instagram and make sure you give us a review on iTunes. No, for sure. And again, that's at Bobby Maximus and at Joe, J-O-E underscore Cibula, C-E-B-U-L-A. And yeah, like Joe said, uh, reviews, um, tell your friends, and uh, thank you for spending an hour of your day with us. The